Okay, reading from the Antiluza chapter two of Chaitanya Bhagavat. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda. Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaur Bhakta Vrinda. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Prabhu Bali Yahi Sarva Deva Adrishnan. Saitamara Mati Ki Hoyla Vamshikan. The Lord said, all the bamboos reside in the danda, and you call it a piece of bamboo. Omegana timarandasya dananjana shalakaya taksur unmalatam yena tasmai shri gurave namaha shri chaitanya mano bishnam sapitam yena bhutale sayam rupa kadamayam tadati sapadantikam vansha kalpa turubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Bhavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Shivasade Gaur Bhaktavrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So, <clears throat> what route is this? This is uh, Route 138. Greetings from Route 138 in New Jersey. I'm going up to the uh, Dr. Raval and family where maybe 20 years ago, I, I gifted them Radha Krishna deities and they have their full worship there and I'll give class and have prasadam. And then I'm gonna come back to New Jersey. Usually I go up to New York, but Junior Vihari and Leela are not back from Florida yet, so. Um, my battery is low on the, uh, it should be enough for the class, but if it's not, I'm not for my phone, my phone's okay, but my Kindle. So this is uh, about sannyas actually. Um, crazy driver in front of us. Just have to, I don't know where he was coming from. Um, and, you know, it began with Lord Chaitanya taking sannyas, which really begins his Anjalila, which is the last 18 years of his life where gradually and increasingly so, he becomes dedicated to the Antaranga Hetu, the internal reason for his descent, which is to um, to experience the love of his topmost devotee at the height of her love this after uh, at 11 o'clock we'll talk about the height of her love uh, of radha's love one of the pastimes that lord chaitanya was meditating on that exemplified that and inspired that was the akura lila and now after sannyasi decides to go to puri for what's called Nirjan Bhajan. Nirjan, jhana means people, near, near means without people. 
and that's really what bhajan means in one sense meditation the devotional meditation it's it's actually hard to do when you're traveling actually you know because it, it's uh, traveling is the mode of passion it's so much cultivating the mode of goodness which really entails uh, you know a very very strict regulated life the little internal spiritual practice that i'm trying to do requires that practically everything is on my health is on my sleep is on my diet is on what i say has to be controlled um I can see that in meditating on the morning. People talk about meditating in Krishna's pastimes. Of course, for one who has devotion, that's very natural. Th think of a, a person that you love very much, close your eyes and say their name. You'll naturally see the person. So when one develops love for Krishna, as he becomes purified by chanting the holy name, then naturally the qualities, they, they form the qualities and the activities become increasingly associated with that name. So it's not that one is chanting inattentively by meditating on Krishna's pastimes, but that's what happens when you chant someone's name. Automatically you start thinking of those things. And you know, it can't, you can't be in a competition with a million other thoughts in your mind because as soon as one meditates on something and enter and spontaneously, if there's so much other stuff in the mind, then one's going to gravitate towards that. That's why it, 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 even though Raganuga Bhakti, spontaneous devotion, just depends on that lobha, that greed, that desire to serve Krishna in a particular way. And it really can begin anytime you get it. Um, generally, we're taught that you have to be through an art vritti because if you don't have that spontaneous attraction, um, you really need to be regulated to have any chance of getting it in one sense from hearing the chaitanya charitamrita the chaitanya bhagavad and, and devotional activities anyway lord chaitanya wanted to do near john bhajan he was going to wind up in a room room in the magistrate's house but really it's called the gambira gambira means very deep it's like a cave where he would do his bhajan. Bhaktivinotakor would put a cloth over his head because you don't want any sensory distraction. That's why meditation, if you look in Bhagavad Gita, meditation was recommended to the, for the Himalayas because you can't be distracted. And as you go down from the Himalayas, civilization begins to distract one because civilization means the mode of passion and degrading into ignorance if people's needs and desires are not reasonably satisfied, which is what you see happening today in the world, because there is no culture, there's no platform, no science of, there's no science of satisfaction in the world. Because there's no science of satisfaction, people are dissatisfied. And because they're dissatisfied, they're angry. And because there's no dharma, there's exploitation, there's no rules. So it's actually a mess. So it's not actually suited for meditation in this age, which is why the Bhagavatam recommends Kaler Doshe Nidhe Rajan Eko Asti Mahagunan Kirtanad Eva Krishna Syamukta Sangam Param Brigade. Kaler Doshe Nidhe Rajam, this 
age of Kali is an ocean of faults. Eko asti mahaguna, but there's one good quality. Kirtanad eva krishnasya. When you do kirtan of Krishna, mukta sangam param brajet, then this liberation comes from the absorption in an attractive object of meditation that can respond to one whose attraction and emotion for that object of meditation, which is God and sound, is enhanced by the appropriate rag, melodies, and tal that accompany it. But anyway, Lord Chaitanya was going to go to Puri and, uh, and we're on his travel and he, he's carrying his danda. And, and here, the danda is described as very worshipable, 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 worshipable. It's almost described like a deity. You know, there's a concept that everything's God's energy and he creates it for his purpose. So he creates certain elements that can be transformed into something else. I get the classic example is iron has the ability to be trans transformed into fire. And there is certain sound vibrations, mantras that have the ability to be transferred into God. And there are certain forms, deity forms that are invested with the power to be transformed into God. So somehow or other, this Dunda, Lord Nityananda broke the Dunda into three places. And somehow, somehow, there's a reason for it, although I always fascinated, and, and I went to the place where this dunda was broken. It's right at the border of Puri, uh, and a little river, and the river is call, uh, called Dundabunga Nadi. I love that sound. Imagine someone gets initiated, and your name is Dundabunga Nadi. Hari 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 Bo, Dundabunga Nadi. Dunda, the staff, Bunga is broken in this river. And it's interesting because it's entering Puri. Now you understand that Lord Chaitanya went out to beg alms because they were in this mood of experiencing dependent on God as sannyasi that is traveling. They, they didn't want to have that sense of control and, you know, I'm maintaining, I'm because the, the real, the first experience of love in this world of God is, is that it's, it's, the, it's the mother and the father, Krishna Mata, Krishna Pita, Krishna Dana Pran. Krishna is the mother, Krishna is the father, Krishna is the Lord of my life. So that flavor of love that one has for God the father, God the, the, the mother, the maintainer, is you are my maintainer, you are my protector. So it's like, what is a ch little child's love for the mother? You are my maintainer. And therefore, if the mother goes, mommy, 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 I'm hungry. It's not just selfishness. And maybe there is. But there's something else. And that's love. It's a flavor of love in this world. Actually, uh, Kastuba, he called me up the other morning. Sometimes he does that before Saturday on Wisdom, Wisdom of the Sages when, there was, when there's a question. And it was a really tough question because this lady that we knew, she had like, her husband was like a policeman. He was very strong personality. 
And she appreciated that. And uh, he uh, got into some accident and is paralyzed and so many operations and then and you know and she said it's getting worse and worse and her she asked many good questions can we pray to krishna and if we pray to krishna can krishna do something about it it's a very very you know really deep question that's why kastuba wanted to discuss it with me I know when Prabhupada was sick in 1975, we thought he'd leave his body. We asked if we could pray for him, and he said he gave us the prayer. If, if you so desire, you know, please cure Srila Prabhupada. Put in that little condition not to interfere with God's plan. So I, I, I told Kastubi, you know, it's such a sensitive question. Um, but as devotees, we should feel that God can do anything. But we should also understand that ultimately we may not know what's best. But I, I said that, that the most important thing is to focus on this. We are children. And when we're in anxiety, we should approach God. Maybe we want to say, if you so desire, but that's our love. That's our love. Especially when we ask for something that's not integral with any deep motive or something. That's like, not, that's expected. It's not like I want something for myself. I want my husband to walk again. It's not like, like a fruit of selfish desire. So those desires are things that you're, you're, it'll be horrible if she didn't feel that way. So there's certain desires that are not integral or one with our, our motive. And we can express them to Krishna. Anya bila shita. When, when, when Rupa Goswami defines pure devotional service, he, he doesn't say anya bilash without any desires. He said, Anyabilashita, without desireness, without a core selfish motive in your mind. If you call for protection of yourself or others, it's, first of all, it's not selfish. But you want to have some conception that God, you do what's best, but you know, I'm putting this to you. Um Okay, so this, this Parama Gambira Leela, Nityananda breaks that, he breaks that thunder. And it's extremely deep, a few things that are revealed about it, but there's a lot more. And we discussed this before, is that It's two things, it, and they almost seem contradictory. The first thing is, is Lord Chaitanya's not of this world, so he's not under the regulative principles. He took sannyas for preaching. Now he's going to do his bhajan. There's no particular benefit in that way. He's not in society. He took it for a societal reason. And this societal reason is, is that people in society respect that. But now he's doing Paramahamsa. Very interesting thing is traditionally in the Gaudiya Math, there's no designer bead bags. There's no saffron bead bags. There's the only white bead bags. Even the sannyasis would have white bead bags. And the reason is, 
is because your bhajan and your spiritual practices shouldn't be done from the platform of upadi or material designation. We shouldn't do the we shouldn't do our bhajan as I am a sannyasi. We shouldn't do a bhajan as I'm a fashion designer. The Humvee Pro, Chinata Patir, Vaishno Nasudro. What's that? That bird. Before you do deity worship, you're going to do deity worship in a spiritual identity. So you can chant that verse, um, which I just chanted. The uh, Humvipro, I'm not a Brahmin, the Humvipro. Narapatir, Vaishno, Nasudro. I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm not this, I'm not that. What am I? Gopi, Bartu, Panakamalar, Dasa, Dasa, Anudasa. I'm, I'm servant of the servant of the servant. Gopi, Bartu, of the Lord of the Gopis. I'm a servant. Therefore, when you do deity worship, another way to do the Bhuta Shuddhi or the get the spiritual identity is worship the spiritual master. Because that's not also not a designated position. That's a transcendental position. I'm the servant of God and I'm the servant of his devotees. So giving up this dunda, Lord Nityananda breaks it. And he breaks it into three, which although breaking the dunda symbolizes transcendence, it also symbolizes that if Lord Chaitanya is a sannyasi, he's not an ek dundi sannyasi. He's a tree dundi sannyasi. Tree dundi. Is the tree dandi sannyasis? It's in three. Here it says it represents the guna avatars, but also represents ihayasyahrer dasye karmana manasagira. Ihayasyahrer dasye karmana work manasa mind gira words. I am surrendered to God. And then after you wrap that, you wrap that danda. There's four sticks. One of the sticks is the Jiva Danda, representing, and, and it's cut on the top and then bent and put outside. So it doesn't look like an Ekadandi. So you see it's different. And that, that represents the living entity is different than God. And of course, I quoted this verse so many times. Nityo, nityanam, chaitanas, chaitananam, eko, bhunam, yoga, didati, kaman. So, Lord Chaitanya chastises him for breaking the for breaking the danda. Next verse: Who can understand the pastimes of Sri Gorasunda? He thinks one thing and says something else. Well. Either is God or, or, or the pure devotee. The dictation serves love. It doesn't have to conform to any other rule except the heart of God. So it's sometimes hard to understand that. There's also a verse, I forgot it, I think it's the Bhagavatam. Vyas may know, no, Sukadev may know and not know, I may not know and not know, you know. Uh, 
you know, Rama may know or not know. And, and what was what's indicating is at, at that level of advancement, things are being dictated to by Krishna, not by material plans. <laughs> so something may be very, very logical, and then the pure devotee may say this. And why is he saying this? He doesn't know himself. <laughs> It's what Krishna's will is. Krishna's will may not make sense sometimes on the lowest platform. We don't have the perspective to perceive it. So how can we understand these pastimes perfectly conforming to way we see the world and understand the world. Therefore, for, for certain that, therefore, no, for certain anyone says, I understand Krishna's mind, he's a fool. It's like, you know, I, I watched, not watched, but I heard and I listened, Prabhupada running the Krishna consciousness movement. It worked. I don't know if everything would have fit neatly under a, a management plan, although Prabhupada was brilliant the way he organized the movement and certainly he tried to do it in that way, but ultimately he was dictated by Krishna. Some things may even appear, why did he do this thing? Look at all the problems that happened with this. If it was done this way, it could have been done this way. You know, if you look back, but no, what is the result of what he did? It's what we have now. Dealing with the purification of devotees and, and people playing out their, their purificatory kind of karma that Krishna is giving them. So you can't understand perfectly the mind of Krishna. He may show great affection even to a person he intends to kill. He may neglect devotees whom he considers equal to or greater than his own life. Samaham Sarvabhuteshu I am equal to everyone I don't hate or like or so we always can't fathom. Very definition of God, he's independent. You know, we talk about seeing things in the greater picture. Sometimes you have a decision that you make that's reasonable for the moment, but not, not it doesn't make sense if you look at the greater picture. Like someone may be performing so many austerities and so, if you look at just that, why is this person torturing himself? If you get the greater picture, tapo divyam yena kaputva satvam shudye yasmad brahmasokam. He's purifying himself. Even our own lives, if, if you take a snapshot of it, why is God doing this? Put in the bigger picture, put it in the context, and, and, and we may understand. But there's, there's even something beyond that. The broader perspective is not just this life. So someone who doesn't appear to be doing good may be getting everything, and someone who's doing good may be getting nothing. It's not fair if you look at it in the perspective of this life, but look at it at, at the, in a broader picture. I don't know if they still do it in, this, in the movies, but sometimes someone would become hysterical and they were just becoming hysterical and the friend would slap them and shake them up. And the guy said, ah, oh, I needed that. So you have to look at things in a broader perspective. And who has that perspective? God has that perspective. 
God has that perspective. God has the perspective of our soul and what we need. Such pastimes are un inconceivable and unfathomable. Only one who's favored by the Lord can understand them. Yeah, because it, it takes a certain perspective. It's like someone drops a, a, a penny somewhere in New York City and he was walking all day and he didn't know where he dropped the penny. Now, how are you going to find it? But if someone's omniscient, they can say, look here. So it's like that, to, to grasp and put our mind around every aspect of reality and say, I know and I understand and I know only if God points you in the direction. I'm situated in everyone's heart. And for me, for me comes remembrance, forgetfulness. and knowledge. Out of his own sweet will, will Gohari broke the dunda and then expressed anger. The Lord said, this dunda was my only companion. Now today by Krishna's will, it was broken. So now Lord Chaitanya is angry and he's going to go. Now I do not require anyone's company. Either you go ahead or I will go ahead. So that's also now he wants to go alone. This is also the indication he's going to enter into his bhajan. Bhajan means you do it alone. So more solitary now, although we can see of those last 18 years, the first six was spent a little bit more with the devotees and the last 12 were more near John Baja. Who has the power to refute the Lord's decision? On hearing his words, all the devotees became anxious because there's natural love. So there's separation for him, there's concern for him. And this is actually life. Life is relationship. Life is the the way the world moves to facilitate relationships, the spiritual world, there's a Leela Shakti, it creates drama for the purpose of love. So the ultimate reality here is love. And he's leaving and it's invoking love and they're anxious and it's invoking love. And they're feeling separation. Mukunda said, then you go ahead. We will come later after finishing our duties. Sri Sundar replied, good, and then he departed. It is difficult to describe how he walked like an intoxicated lion. Now, you have to be an artist and a naturalist to really know what Lord Chaitanya's walking was like from this phrase, an intoxicated lion. But it seems to me it was passionate. Passionate and with anger and moving in a direction. Just going someplace. Within a short time, the Lord came to the village of Jayeshwar there he went straight to the temple of Jeshwara Mahadev. The Brahmin priests were engaged in worshiping Jaleshwar Shiva with sandalwood paste, flowers, incense, key lamps, and garlands and ornaments. 
there was a tumultuous vibration of various musical instruments and the four directions were filled with the most auspicious dancing and singing. On seeing this, the Lord became pleased and forgot his anger. As he listened to the vibration of musical instruments, he merged the mellows of ecstatic love. On seeing the opulence of his dear devotee Shankara, Lord Chandra began to dance in ecstasy. In this way, Gaur Chandra revealed the glories of Shiva. That is why Shankara is dear to all the devotees. So we're gonna come up now with a section where just in Lord Chaitanya's travels, it's so instructive. You know, I, I, I describe myself, I describe when I first came to India and, and I'd see temples of Lord Shiva, it would always be like, this is the enemy. But Vaishnavam Yata Shambhu, Lord Shiva is the greatest devotee. And if you worship him in that mood, then the worship of Lord Shiva becomes the worship of Lord Krishna. As much as the worship of Guru is the worship of Krishna. So, and, and Lord Chaitanya, you know, it, it's again, this term, I heard it once, Acharya Leela, his, his, his Leela, his pastimes are so instructive. We learn so much. I, you know, I, I really feel that one of, I think that one of the great fortunes in my life is being in Vrindavan, being in Vrindavan in the 70s. Um, you know, and, and, and seeing the people of Prabhupada's generation and seeing great sadhus and, and just in, in not going to hear from them classes even, but just seeing them and observing their behavior and things they said and things they did, that became, I wrote about that, that becomes the foundation of one's life. When you live in and, and immersed in that type of culture. So Lord Chaitanya is showing us that it's an offense against the holy name to consider demigods like Lord Brahman, Lord Shiva, equal or independent. If you see them as exactly the same and worship them as God, it's an offense. And if you see them as independent, that they have no relationship to God, that's also an offense. So, Okay, uh, I can see my, my headphones are going to go off soon too. So I'm up, uh, and now the sun is coming. We got one of those sunspots. Um, I'm going to try to finish, maybe just tell the story of my own sannyas. And I think maybe I told it before, but I was not yet 32. So in two years, we'll have, next year, we should celebrate my 40th anniversary of sannyas. Um, yeah. All I can say is we were fired up, we were crazy, and somehow I made it. That's the only explanation you could have. It, it, that, that's another example of something that's not logical, it's not reasonable, right? <laughs> it's not logical, it's not reasonable. Somehow Prabhupada did it, <laughs> but it worked. People who otherwise couldn't have done that level of service did it, even if they weren't able to be sannyasis. And those that 
were able to follow and, 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 and do it. So much service was done. And I told you, Prabhupada was created. Prabhupada Dandy said, my godbrothers criticized me, but this thing, they were right. I gave sannyas to so many young men. He said, but what could I do? And then he quoted a Bengali saying, when the, there's no trees in the forest, the castor oil tree looks big, small, tiny tree. So somehow Krishna directed him that way. Sometimes he was giving sannyas to people that were 21 years old. <laughs> and, and it's not like they did their astrological charts. It was like, you know, two years ago, you're, you're stoned out of your mind, sleeping around, and now you're a sannyas. <laughs> so... So anyway, I, I was I was known for being, you know, pretty strict devotee. And you know, I had some propensity to present the philosophy. I had some responsibility already. I was already the head of a large institution. And the GBC one day called me in and said, you know, we're thinking of giving you sannyas. And of course, I did the right thing for the wrong reason. Obviously, it was Krishna's will, but I don't think it was such an intelligent move, 31 years old, taking sannyas. <laughs> and, uh, but somehow Prabhupada's inspiration and power means a lot. So then I had to figure out, well, who do I take sannyas from? And the problem was, was that Iskand was in a zonal acharya. There were gurus and you were kind of more or less expected to take initiation from the person who was the GBC guru in your zone. The problem that posed for me is I had absolutely no inspiration in renunciation from the sannyas guru GBC in our zone, although I had immense respect for him as a manager. What a great leader he was. But not only what he wasn't renounced, he was the opposite of renounced. And I just thought, like, I, I, I don't like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And as I told you, at that time, we had a very nice relationship with Srila Naraya Maharaj, who had did the samadhi ceremony when Prabhupada took sannyas, had helped ISKCON in their court case with... Um, with Prabhupada's oldest son, Sudhiska, this whole thing, and who had initially sent the instruments, the cartels and things to Prabhupada from India when Prabhupada was doing the, his mission. And, and he was it was not a guru at the, he wasn't initiating at that time. And it was so I, I went to him and I told him and that look, I I've been asked to take, you know, sannyas and like this, but I have this quandary. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I, I said, but I'm not inspired by the person who is they're expecting me to take initiation from. And then I said, but sannyas is just a formality. It doesn't matter who you take from. And then it was one of those things where the, 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 the elevated soul says something that with wisdom that sticks with you for the rest of the time. He said, there are no formalities in Vaishnav relationships. They're real. You don't just take it as a formality. You should take from the person who inspires you the most. 
So I decided that I would take from Satsrut Maharaj. And somehow or other, when you make that correct decision, it somehow worked out. I was able to explain to the, uh, in a way, to the local GBC. And then I went to Satsrut Maharaj and I said, look, there, there's, I'd like to take sannyas. I'm inspired by you. And, um, but I have one concern. I, he said, what? Well, I don't really want to leave Vrindavan. <laughs> and I have service here. And then he said another thing, another wise saying. He said, Prabhupada said about preaching, it's just like a good salesman could make more money in one place than traveling. So wherever you're preaching is enhanced the most, that's fine. So then I went to Mayapur and there's gonna be a big ceremony along with Four others were taken from Satsrup Maharaj, Paladananda Swami, and myself are the only ones that are anywhere near left. Like it's not only left, anyone near left. The other people are completely gone. And it was supposed to be a big ceremony in the temple and I guess not just me, but uh, not just Satrut Marge, but other people. And it was the, I believe it was the codice before Gore Pornima. And I'm walking near the long building there and Bori Jean Prabhu leans over the railing and says, you're taking sannyas. I'm, to, I'm, I'm come to tell you, you're taking sannyas in two hours. I don't know, I had to figure out how to shave my head and I don't somehow get the clothes. I don't know, it was, it was kind of complicated. And I didn't take sannyas in the temple. We took in Satchurup Marja's room on top of the long building. There was one, one little apartment. There was one little apartment. So we took there and we went up there. And while Satchurup Maharaj was packing, he was giving the lecture. And he gave a lecture from the 17th chapter, the first verse, which describes it's the divine and demoniac natures. And the first thing that's described are the qualities of the different ashrams. So first thing sannyas was described as abhayam sattva samshudhim jnana yoga vivasita. And then Satsrup Maharaj, one second, Satsrup Maharaj gave such an amazing lecture. Rati, it, it may be, if you can find that lecture, I don't know how we can post it. Amazing lecture where he analyzed the verse. Abayam Prabhupada talked about his fearlessness. Satvasam shoot him pure. He told how when he was taking sannyas, Ridayananda Maharaj from Satsrup Maharaj, that Prabhupada said that the main thing of a sannyasi, he shouldn't go into a rich person's home and think, oh, I could have had that. I could have had that. But one should be jolly in his sannyas. And I'm not sure Prabhupada mentioned maybe Lokanath Swami or somebody else that he gave sannyas. One should be jolly in his sannyas. And then Jnana Yoga Vivastita Satsrup Maharaj told that Prabhupada was looking at his picture on the 
one of the first albums, maybe it was the Happenings album, some Krishna conscious album. And Prabhupada looked at the album and said, oh, I look very philosophical. So that was kind of the story. And those were the days. That was probably when most people were taking sannyas until they found out that most people couldn't make it. I was very fortunate to be situated in India for 20 years after that. And that type of, of culture and being in a brahmachari atmosphere and a different type of culture. But uh, yeah. Okay. I think first thing I do when I get upstate, not here, but I go next week, I'll go up. I have my dunder there. I'm going to rewrap it. It's a very great science of how to rewrap the dunder. Maybe hold it a little bit. Okay. Anybody like to uh, share something? Hare Maharaj. Thank you for class. Thank you, Jamuna Jaya. Hi, Bo. What 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 do you like? There's so many points. I always enjoy hearing about your sannyas adventures. Um, I was thinking of something at the beginning of class that you were saying about the, the woman about praying for her husband. And it's it's such a that thank you for that answer. Um, this whole year with the pandemic. I've always been on the, I want to pray for my husband and my mother's health to keep them safe. And it's always sort of a like, am I allowed to do that? Should I do that? And your answer, and you'd said once before, and I use this words that you use, you said, Krishna, if you think it's a good idea, and I, I always say that before I ask, Krishna, if you think it's a good idea. And so thank you for giving me the words for that. Wow. Okay. Jumina Jaya, how are you both? Good. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, okay. thank you very much for a thank you for a wonderful class. So many amazing points. One which stuck with me, especially which I appreciated, was when you said that life is about relationship, that everything in life moves to create relationships to awaken the love. So it made me reflect that it's so wonderful how Krishna likes us actually that everything he is, everything he does is to maintain that loving relationship with us, is to maintain that dynamic, that loving dynamic. So it's nice, it's heartfelt, and I'm grateful, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, um, some things are, like a parent may be tough with the child, but ultimately, if they're a good parent, it's only to teach the child love. Okay, thank you. Okay, anybody else like to say hello or? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Wow, great to hear from you. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Thank you, great to hear from you. Okay. One day this pandemic may be over or may not be over. <laughs> oh, dear Krishna, if you so desire, end this pandemic so we can all associate together. I, I think one year is okay. If it goes into the second year, I'm going to start saying, what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> I'm getting my joy ride today. Every two weeks, they, they take me out so I could drive in a car and look at the Garden State Parkway. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Hi, Bo. Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Narmasaki here. Oh, you're at your farm, huh? Beautiful, huh? Yes, yes, Maharaj. Yesterday was uh, our uh, new year. Yesterday, our new year begins. Oh, happy new year. <laughs> Thank you. And we celebrated here. And uh, thank you for the class, Guru Maharaj. I like the point you said about uh, the color of the bead bags and uh, how should we 
do our job as a servant, as to serve Krishna. I was, I like that very much. Tell your sister I got her letter. I appreciate it, and I'll respond soon. Okay. And also, what did you cook for the new year? Uh, actually, it was uh, the, it's a special rice with uh, eye beans, and uh, uh, they they used to have it with fish, but instead of fish, we had uh, tofu tofu steak. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and some sweet, very special sweet that we use for the uh, New Year. Oh, okay. Thank One you. day I hope to celebrate New Year there. Okay. Yeah, me too. Me too, Guru Maharaj. <laughs> Thank you so okay. much. Haribo. 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 Anybody else? Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thanks for the class. Oh, you also celebrated New Year? Yes, we were celebrating New Year, yeah. What did your mother cook? Because she cooked for me in Mayapur once. <laughs> yeah, she, she cooks she cooks really nice rice yesterday. And it's special for our culture. We say that uh, it gives the the hand that, what we say? I don't know exactly. It has a philosophy, Maharaj, for uh, we say if we eat this, then we are going to be successful in our um job and you know and during the year it's as a philosophy but it's very similar to the dish that you like Maharaj but instead of lentil it has noodle in it some we call it reshte yeah some kind of noodle okay when I go on the tour there I'll also stop there I'll I'll... (laughs) okay (laughs) okay anybody else anybody else Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Welcome in there. Thank you for class. Hare Bo. Okay. See, see you uh, tomorrow. Okay. Yep. Looking forward to it. Me too. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Shri Gandharika. Hi. Hare Bo. Good. Thank you. Hare Krishna Maharaj, it's Indira. Thank you for class. Indira, nice. Indira are, are, you, are you coming to Colombia? I am. Oh, <laughs> great, great. That's wonderful. Thank you. Wow. I'm very excited. It is. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it's, it'll be such a breath of fresh air because you're practically outside all the time by the way the weather is, even when you're in your, your rooms because it's so nice. Okay, great. Thanks. Great. Who are you going with, by the way? Are you going at the same time as anyone? Uh, with um, Amala Vindavan. Oh, oh, that group. Okay. Yes. Karuna okay, great. and yeah, Kaylee. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's great. <laughs> okay. Anybody Thanks. else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Thank Gail, you. Gail, how are you both? Hi, Wow. Okay. Yeah, I too like... Um, I, I usually like the same things, Jamuna Jaya. The, you know, I like the, um, whenever you go into as much detail as possible with your leelas, like sannyas, taking sannyas, I love hearing about that. And um, also the, you know, if you think it's a good idea, Krishna, you know, I like that too. Okay, how are you both? Thank you. Hare Krishna Maharaj. How are you both? Great class. Thank you so much, Maharaj. Okay. I'm praying to see you soon. Me too, Maharaj. Okay. Yes. Okay. Wonderful class, Maharaj. Thank you very much. Wow. Good to see you, Henry. Very well. You you seem like you can stay there forever, Henry. (laughs) No problem. Yeah, just hearing Bhagavatam, huh? That's what we do. Okay, great. Okay, thanks so much. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you for oh, wonderful class. Maharaj. Thank you Hare so go. much. Hare go. Hare go. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Okay. Anybody Krishna else? Maharaj. This is Malati. Hi, Bo. Oh, 
Hare Krishna. Oh, no. One second. I think my earplugs went out. Can you hear me? Yes. Hare Krishna. Hi, Bo. <laughs> Thank you for a great class, Maharaj. Okay, great. Great. I hope this pandemic's over. We all can get together, you know? Yeah. Okay. Okay, anybody else? Hey, Bell Maharaj. Thank you for class at Shurupa. Okay, I I'm going to kind of head out now because um, I'm trying to figure out this thing here. Uh, my earplugs are gone. One second. So I'm looking at, I see all the people that are attending. So I have a good sense of everyone who's there. Um, okay, we'll see you all. Hi, Bo.